Well, it might have been a few drinks between podcasts, but that's okay because nothing much has happened. <laughs> Said no one ever. Oh my hat, what a hectic few weeks of sport we've had, which has been made even more impressive by the fact that none of the leagues we are going to talk about have actually been playing. Now, I actually feel like I'm wasting valuable pod time even through this introduction. So boys, I'm going to welcome you. First of all, we've got the half marathon man himself, 40. How are you going? I'm well. I'm ready to go. I'm pumped. There's so much uh, to talk about, which I'm looking forward to doing with you fellas. I know you've spent the afternoon researching and making sure you're up to date. Yes. Well, even, mate, something could happen while we are recording this pod on a Sunday night horse. We better be on our phones ready to go. We might have a Twitter bombshell from Wodge, hey? Correct. Or, or from Dwight again. But, <laughs> but we'll talk about that in a little we'll bit. Talk and about of course, it later. Yes. The next free agent we've got in the room, he's put his hand up again. And hey, based on some of Chicago's choices thus far, I think he might actually be a chance to get a gig. Welcome, Friendy. Coming out of retirement? Boys, look, first, it's good to be back. And horse, with the amount of money and movement that's going around, I might just throw my hat into the ring because it feels like if you put your hand up for, for a gig at the moment, you're going to get one. So there's a lot to get through, but I'm just excited that uh, as of tomorrow from recording this, we don't have to wear masks outside. How do we feel about that, fellas? I'm looking forward to it. I cannot <laughs> wait. Well, guys, we are here. I can see you are both excitable, so let's get on into it. This month in sport. Yes, and we are back for this week slash month in sport. Now, the focus will be heavily NBA in our chats, but we're not going to start with the NBA. We're going to leave that as a little teaser for you, keep you hanging out for it, and we'll start with some AFL. Now, we've got two Geelong supporters here who are quite happy to not acknowledge the grand final ever happened, and that's great. I'm one of them. So I'm going to move yes. to a very juicy trade period. Does that feel like... You don't like want to just a... mention what happened in the grand final uh, hall? I kind of remember it. Uh, I, do we have a grand final? I don't know. I think there was something about an asterisk. And, and that's <laughs> that's all I need to know. <laughs> but we have had a juicy trade period. And I've oh, got one great. question for you, Forty, to start off yes. the bat. Did Geelong Good. pay overs for Jeremy Cameron? Definitely not. I think we, when a guy like this comes available or says that he wants to play for you, you've got to do whatever it takes to uh, to coin a phrase from Essendon to make that trade happen. And I'm, I'm very <laughs> excited to see Jeremy Cameron alongside the big Tomahawk. I think they are going to be a stream, maybe even Dangerfield down there, maybe for a lot more time than he was this year. But that's a dangerous forward line, I tell you what. Excuse the pun. Hey, yes. Hey, it's a dangerous forward line. <laughs> well played. Indeed. Although I'm not, I don't want to see necessarily danger there too much because I'm already concerned. Like you've got Cameron on the lead. You've got Higgins on a flank. You've mm -hmm. got Hawkins deep. You know, what role does danger have to play down there so much anymore? Well, he's just, he's just that, you know, enigma that just creates in that forward 50. You never know what's going to happen. Crash a pack open and that, yeah. 
who knows, hey? You've got to throw him down there for a fair bit. So without Gary Ablett now retiring, I think uh, there's certainly space even for Isaac Smith uh, running down. Uh, former Hawthorne player, who would have thought that he would have come to the enemy? But we'll embrace him, won't we, Horse? Already I, have. I feel, and I feel like for you guys, <laughs> yes. Tim Kelly is the gift that keeps on giving. Because let's be honest, Tim Kelly has turned into Jeremy Cameron. Turn it up. He has Turn turned into up. Jeremy Cameron plus a couple of second round picks next year. That, that because no, it's true. I think you guys, I, I think you guys paid. I think you guys paid over for um, Jeremy Cameron because you, that third first rounder. I thought that was very greedy from GWS. Well done on them for getting it because mm. I mean they put a record between Ben Brown and Jeremy Cameron next to each other, and there wasn't that much different. And North Melbourne gave Ben Brown away for a no. you know, pack of the chips and a Gatorade. Brandy, you are better than that. <laughs> They a yes, they the put the Brown Cameron statistics up. They didn't put up statistics that counted. They just did, you know, your goals per season. Great. I think you'll find that Jeremy Cameron does a lot more than Sideshow Bob on the lead. No, he's very good. How many years has he signed for? Five years. Ooh. Five years. He's a 27-year-old. And yep. There will be the changing of the guard as they have coined that phrase a few times already in the next couple of years as Tomahawk hands the baton over to Jeremy. Mm. Yes. So it's all in place and the window is still open. Tomahawk's come off a a career year, horse. Uh, Well, he did. And he got rewarded with two years. Indeed. Second in the best and fairest. Uh, I thought he was unlucky to take it. but Fourth in the AFL MVP. Exactly. So he had a very good year. So um, who knows? Tomahawk could have many more years to come. Horse. Well, he, he and, signed uh, two, more to see that. two more yeah, years. Two more years he's just signed. They're not going to sign too much of a long deal, I suppose, at that age, are they? So, no, no. Um, but uh, it's good. It's good. Friendy. Yes. West Coast weren't so active um, in the trade window. Was it Zach Langdon from GWS? Yep, Zach Layden for GWS and uh, a young fella from Brisbane. Um, Alex Witherden. That's the one. Thank you, Ford. Former Geelong Falcon. So- Ford, he's got the uh, the Google open. Oh, the- <laughs> so, no, I um, knew that off the top of my head. I'm a no, very, that's well, you know, well done, Ford. Ford. I'm, I'm impressed boys. by that. Um, we, lost, pick, we lost one of our Ruckman. Our, one of our Ruckman went to Sydney. Um, the big fella, who's now his fourth club or fifth club. Tom Hickey. Maybe? Yep. Yeah, Tom Hickey. Um, so look, we've, look we've just we've done a couple little things, nothing too drastic. I mean, if we can get somehow maybe get Willie Rioli back for the finals, I'm hearing rumours about that. Um, that would be exciting. That's presumptuous. It's it's, it's very optimistic. I, <laughs> I will admit, but I'm very hopeful too. Hey, did Lewis Jetta has he got the chop? Yeah, he got the chop. I thought. Keep him on there for one more one more year, but look, I liked Lewis Jetta, but he he really had a shocker, um, and it, and it didn't help that he had a shocker in and out of contract. Where, um, playing squads are having to get cut back. You have to make a call somewhere. Look, I hope he gets picked up by a team. You know, maybe need a little bit more depth or or whatever, because I, I think he's got one or two more years left in him. But mm. who knows? If not, I th- I'm sure a waffle club will will pay. A nice amount to have him on their squad, no doubt. And forty, your favourite Jack Stephen, he's he's called it a day. Were you surprised? My favourite. 
<laughs> I didn't know he was my favourite. Four, four-time best and fairest, Jack four Steve. Time, exactly. But the little nugget himself uh, is the shortest legs uh, playing for the AFL, I reckon. <laughs> but, uh, oh, look, there's a lot of young guys coming through. We can't have – we've got Isaac Smith and now Sean Higgins, another two veterans. <laughs> we don't want to have no, – but, but shout out. A lot of young guys coming through. Isaac Smith, Sean Higgins. No, but <laughs> – no, I mean those guys. We've yeah, got I those know. veterans. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we don't want to have too many. But speaking of St Kilda, they've done pretty well too, haven't they? They've got Brad Crouch from Adelaide and Jack Eans from Richmond. I think they're looking really good. St Kilda are playing the money ball game very well yes, at the moment. Yes, they are. Watch this yeah, space on St Kilda. Yeah, they've had that after quite a successful year. Um, that was quite surprising, I think, for a lot. They're going to be even better, I think, next year. So um, I yeah. think... They've done extremely well. I agree. I agree. On the flip side, of course, we've. I'm sure we all enjoyed seeing Collingwood's fire sale, even though Ned Guy said it wasn't a fire sale. I mean, the fact is, um, I I picked up a Collingwood player just just to do some general <laughs> maintenance around our house as a gardener. And <laughs> Collingwood are paying six hundred thousand dollars a year for him to do it, just to get him off the books. Well, it's a beautiful thing, like Collingwood. Yeah, they. It's an absolute. It's a bit of a debacle, I think, isn't it? So, uh, but they wouldn't admit it. But uh, they're jumping ship. Uh, it looks like so. Adam Trelaw, I think that was um, West a big, big get for Western Bulldogs. Massive get. So yeah, they've only got to pay half his bill. It's unbelievable. Thirds of the bill, 600 okay. out of the 900. Has been reported Collingwood will pay $1.5 million to the Bulldogs to Jeez. keep him. The other wow. thing, uh, that the biggest one that I thought was how they just palmed off Tom Phillips to Hawthorne for a pick yeah. in the 60s. Yes. And Tom Phillips, you know, Geelong were pursuing him last year and – Probably if we'd got him last year, then he wouldn't have, or we wouldn't have got Isaac Smith. But it's funny now it goes in, it goes in circles. Mm. So we pick up Isaac Smith from Hawthorne and then Hawthorne end up grabbing Phillips. So <laughs> yeah. um, another team that did very well too, boys, Brisbane Lions. Again, another strong year. And uh, they continue to strengthen their team with Joe Danaher. How, I don't know. How, what do you guys think? Do you think that's going to be a good fit up north? It's, and- it's, it's a risk. Um, but yeah. it could it could be a risk that pays off. I mean, it's not a Brendan Favola going to Brisbane risk, but it's still a risk. <laughs> it's funny. They love talking up their doctors at Brisbane. But now they've picked two guys. They've got Cockatoo and Danaher, which are going to both require a lot of support from the medical team. Hopefully. But they uh, seem to be able to turn those around, don't they? They seem had a bit of success. Well, that's what um, they're, they're hanging even... their hat on, Lincoln McCarthy. Lincoln McCarthy, Exactly. And it happened once. Well, now, guys, you've got to do it to two players in the one season at the same time. So Just because you do it once doesn't lock. mean... Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, look, oh, maybe, the maybe it's the, the warmer, the warmer weather up there means you can uh, recover faster than in the colder weather. I think that's how it works. So, you know. Potentially. It's, uh, you <laughs> know, the higher humidity and... Hey, what about, what about um, down at Arden Street? They're, they've made some noise this off-season, getting a couple of the Collingwood boys and a new coach. <laughs> Down Arden Street. Well, hey, they cherry picked a North, uh, uh, sorry, a Brisbane Lions uh, office administrator, and they've followed the Chris Fagan plan. Actually, I'm very I similar. It could be genius. David Noble. Yep, I think it could be a great move for them, and they've picked up um, Stevenson from Collingwood. Who I again, he could be a star. 
he, he yeah. showed signs of being a really, really good player. In between betting on himself. New coach, new system. It, it, North Melbourne, they might actually survive after all. Well, they have had a lot leave as well. So yes, they've probably had a lot more that have left than uh, have added. So I think they're going to be they're going to be a bottom one or two side. I think again. Uh, next year. I'm tending to agree with you a bit more. There, forty. You can't chop thirty-seven players from your list and expect to uh, yes to have a good season the next season with only two remaining from the year before. You know. Well, that's what I was saying about Gold Coast, weren't they? And they uh, had a pretty good year, considering. Considering they've certainly they've certainly turned it around as well. I think mm. though, if we have got to the stage where we're actually talking about Gold Coast and North Melbourne, that we probably need to wrap this up and keep moving on. So uh, I think we'll good do call. that. Good call. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm going to hand it over to you, Forty. I'm going to leave you in charge to guide us through what's been happening in the NBA since the free agency market ticked open. Well, thanks, Horse. I, uh, again, uh, I thought we'd start with, break it up in two parts. It's just unbelievable how many, uh, what's been happening uh, in the NBA. We've had the draft. We've obviously just recently uh, recording. We've just finished day two uh, free agent signings, but we've kind of forgotten. Oh, we also just had a draft. Uh, normally, we've, uh, this is sort of a little bit more we've spaced out but obviously in this particular year we've had everything condensed and I thought we'd just recap um, the draft fellas a couple of uh, boys from uh, played through the NBL it'd be good to sort of highlight them but you know number one pick we had Anthony Edwards to Minnesota James Wiseman number two to Golden State and LaMelo Ball Frenny I know you want to talk a little about the baller the big baller brand number three to Charlotte Hornets the floor general is that a boom or bust? I don't know. What do, What are your thoughts? Either way, that he's created history um, as between himself and Lonzo Ball are the first brothers in the history of the NBA to be picked in the top three, which is quite a crazy effort. So for considering LeVar Ball is an absolute maniac, he's produced <laughs> two top three NBA players. It's a fair effort. I, I think... He has got more potential than Lonzo Ball, and I actually rate Lonzo Ball. So, yes, I, th- I don't think he's going to be a bust. I think he could actually turn into an all-star. I think he's oh, also think got you'll... more potential than Leangelo as well. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would agree different. with that, Horse. That's Yep, yep. you would. I, I was also going to say, just while I've got something to say here about LeVar Ball, yeah. that you, you guys are aware that MJ actually just – Picked up Lamar just for one reason. Oh, I think you meant Lamello. And <laughs> and the only reason Paul got picked at number three is so, of course, MJ gets his chance to play one on one with his dad. And he's taken it personally. MJ's taken it personally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like this is a what a big call to make. You know, like your franchise, billions of dollars you're spending on this, and you're doing this just to prove a point and finally get the chance to humiliate LeVar Ball. And I can't wait for it. It's got to happen. Oh, it's actually, it's actually a genius move, though, because um, LaMelo uh, Ball has just signed um, with Charlotte, and now their sales, their ticket sales have already gone up 30%. So in terms of a marketing ploy, Charlotte have already dominated that. 
Mm. And we'll talk, obviously, I mean, they've just signed Gordon Haywood. Because uh, I was going to say, I mean, I think LaMelo Ball, he'll, he'll be, he's a top 10 passer, I think. And having probably the, the concern was the pieces around him maybe going to be misfiring and maybe not having as many assists. But now that they've just recently signed Gordon Haywood, that's going to help um, help support him. And I think uh, he certainly was a floor general in the NBL. I think he can uh, develop that game in the NBA, don't you think? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yes. Yeah. I think the ceiling is is huge for Ladasha Ball. He can do, he can <laughs> do whatever he wants. Like, Le- Squeesha is going to be great. And just quickly too, boys, I think James Wiseman, out of all of them, I mean, LaBella Ball's, I think, are great. We've got Anthony Edwards, we really talk about him. But James Wiseman, I think, has the biggest opportunity to carve out a role at Golden State as a center. I think he slots straight in. Seven foot one, lots of athleticism. And uh, Golden State obviously lacking some big men. And I think he'll get some really good minutes. Uh, Might have a few rough edges, but I think... Over time, um, he's best position for success. And so for sure. I think that's a good get. I was going to say, just while we're talking about Golden State, was it just me or were you guys also pretty shattered to hear that Clay had done his Achilles? Oh, massive. Brutal. Brutal. That's just massive news. I, it's it's a real shame. It's similar to Boogie in reverse, isn't it? Boogie did his Achilles mm. and then did his ACL and, and Clay's done it the other way. But to it like one of the worst injuries you can have and it's just devastating i think at least he got paid before he did it boogie didn't get paid before yes. he did it yeah. <laughs> well he was just about to sign and then he did it unfortunately yeah so yeah. but he that's really he's, disappointing he's one of the uh the most entertaining players in the league as well and it's going to be two years without him mm. and now it's a long time out isn't there'll it be, certainly uh, be question marks coming back absolutely but uh i just quickly uh you know we, Horse, you're a Chicago Bulls man. And we've yes. got a couple of loyal listeners that are Chicago Bulls. So yes. before we move on to sort of the free agents, we have to mention the number four pick, Patrick Williams. Yes. What are your thoughts? Are you excited about one of the youngest NCAA prospects in the draft? Insert cricket noises. Well, I mean, who wouldn't be excited about someone who averaged nine points and four rebounds in their only season in NCAA? Uh, look, hey, we, we've got a new administration. So we've just got to back in that the guys making the choice this time around aren't the same guys. So they've got a purpose behind it. But as I've read and I've thought myself, I didn't really think Chicago was in the position where their, their squad is that strong that they can be picking someone purely as a defensive wing and going, yep, tick, we've got that covered now. Um, I thought we had a few things we probably wanted to address before then. And I would have stuck with the old notion of you pick the best player that's available when your number comes up and yes. then and then work with it because that's going to be the biggest asset for the team down the track regardless. So Can we just be reminded though, Horse, that out of all the bad things Chicago Bulls have done, you've still got a new coach to start the new season. We do. Yep. So, so Billy's things had are already looking up. And that's that's the other thing. There's so many coaching movements as well. We talked yeah. very briefly on that, but there's even been more since our last pod and uh, so much movement, which is exciting. But let's continue to move uh, on to free agent signings. And I suppose even trades, even before the draft, we had two 
blockbuster trades. Um, we had the CP3 trade from OKC to Phoenix Suns. And so uh, Phoenix got CP3 and Abdul Nader, which everyone wouldn't know. Uh, He's the centerpiece <laughs> of the trade. Correct. <laughs> Did play uh, a couple of years at Boston, um, but uh, really didn't um, get much game time. Uh, but OKC received Cali Oubre, which since has been traded now to Golden State Warriors. Uh, they also received Ricky Rubio, who's now been traded back to Minnesota. And then also a couple of other no-namers and whatever. And I feel like at the moment, and there's so many other trades that OKC have been involved in, but if a club wants to... Uh, do something. I think their first call on their speed goal is OKC. What do you What do you guys think about that? Oh, look, OKC have first round draft picks for the next twenty five years. While the, while the way things are going, look, I, I think I think uh, Phoenix has won that trade only because it means they've kept Devin Booker, and that's what they had to do. Yep. And so, just in that alone, you know, they've got one of the best backcourts in the league right now. Um, so let's hope they can make some noise with it with a few pieces around them. Hopefully they can add some handy players with it. But um, CP3, I mean, what he did in OKC was unbelievable. I, I can't see why he won't do it again at Phoenix. Mm. Um, they're going to be fun to watch Devin Booker and CP3. Looking forward to it. Well, totally. I mean, for as much as we have, a lot of us at least have hated CP3 over the years, as yeah. he's matured, starting to get a bit of a soft spot for him and, I think he's going to be great for DeAndre Ayton. And, Ooh, yeah. you know, like he turned uh, he turned DeAndre Jordan into a all-NBA player. And this is a guy here, Ayton, already averaging a 20 and 10. And now he's actually going to be passable. Mm. Yep. So it's exciting. And we'll play a lot more games this season. Yeah. yeah so, uh, What's going to happen to, with Bainesy? Is Bainesy going to start? He's kept off the substances. Well, Yes, well, Baines is still unsigned. Um, so he, that, he served his last year uh, at Phoenix. So I don't think okay. they will probably re-sign him. But um, yeah, still to stay tuned, I think, with Bainesy. We love Bainesy. I think he'll still add value wherever he goes. Since recording, he has signed a two-year contract with Toronto. But I think this puts Phoenix Sun, for me, a top six side in the West. I think just uh, the the development of... Uh, CP3 with the younger guys, I agree, Friendy. I think uh, it's going to better them. Even if it's only two years, I think that's a great investment. They threw the they threw the books at him. Uh, I think it's well worth... Uh, Phoenix had to do something for, for a club that hasn't well, done you've got, a lot. Well, you've got CP3, Devin Booker, Jay Crowder, DeAndre Ayton. There's four quality starters. Mm. Um, so, and- yeah, exciting to watch. I'm looking forward to it. Which was right. Jay Crowder just signed a three-year, 30-mil deal, uh, which he's uh, cashed in, I think, quite well Yep. Uh, there as well. So um, big news there. Um, the other trade, big trade as well, was uh, Milwaukee uh, and New Orleans. So Milwaukee were able to get hold of Drew Holiday. There was a lot of rumors circling. And uh, Milwaukee got their man to, obviously, the big thing is hoping to re-sign Giannis long-term, but they sent George Hill, Eric Bledsoe and three first round picks for him. Did they overpay or was it well worth it? Mm. It's a, it's a tough Friendy. question, but we'll ask Friendy. I, it was, it was, 
it's so hard, isn't it? Like I rate Drew Holiday very highly. I, I think you have to keep your stars happy. So if this is going to keep Giannis at the club, then they, no, they didn't pay overs. Um, what's going to hurt them if, if, if Giannis decides not to, to get the Supermax and decides to play free agency next year, um, that will crush them. So I think they did what they needed to do. Um, and I still think they're probably at one piece to two pieces short of being a championship contender. So let's hope they can add that. And um, they'll be an exciting prospect in the East with Giannis being a fantastic uh, during the season player finals. He just needs to step up a little bit. Don't know what you boys think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for another conversation, but uh, <laughs> of course you were going to uh, suggest uh, what, what are your thoughts? What's your take on it all? I was going <laughs> to, I was going to suggest that this is a wait and see scenario. I mean, yeah, you know, we know that Drew Holiday is a quality player, but uh He's going into a lineup that has, you know, Giannis has Middleton and we'll wait and see how his role goes. At first you would think definitely he will, he will lift, but I, no offense to Drew Holiday, but at the end of the day, I don't think he's going to keep Giannis from leaving. Uh, I th- like, I don't think he's well, the big call. That makes him stay. So oh, you, you I actually, think that I actually Giannis wanted is to... going to leave horse. Oh, I do. For sure. It's the, it's just what happens nowadays. I was actually disappointed that they didn't go harder for Westbrook. Imagine Westbrook and Giannis playing together. How good would running the court be? <laughs> but not much spacing, but that's okay. Yes. <laughs> It'd be exciting to watch. But I think the other thing to in this whole thing was very similar timings was even the Bogdan uh, trade that has gone uh, bust, obviously. Uh one of the key things, uh, obviously, the man that's getting traded to a sign and trade needs to agree to that, and that didn't happen. Obviously, there's a, currently an investigation going to it, which is an interesting point because Bogdan could be a great piece anywhere, but I think after now the investigation, I think there's a lot of uh, clubs now that are maybe backing off on pursuing him at the moment in case things go sour, but. Imagine that five starting five. They they would have give, they give up everything, but they have an incredible starting five. I think probably go into favourites to win the championship, but no bench, and they can sort that out later. But what do you? That would have been amazing. Certainly, they would have been uh, manning themselves for a full on tilt this season. Yeah, which we've seen exactly. can work. You know, like it is it is the way now, because if you've got a solid starting five, like a really good starting five, then you will pick up all those vets for one year who are yet to win a championship, who are happy to pay, be paid less for this chance to win a championship, you know, which we saw with the Lakers this year, which we saw with the Warriors ability to keep topping up with their bench as well. So yeah, it it, it would have been scary because I think it would have brought a couple more guys with, with them as well. Definitely. And I think New Orleans have also done quite well out of this uh, as well. They have obviously got George Hill and Eric Bledsoe and um, Stephen Adams is just, they've been able to sign Stephen Adams. And yeah, I mate, think they've become the scariest two, team in the league overnight. You've got Zion and Stephen Adams down low. And they didn't have to give uh, too much. Uh, Denver's 2023 first round pick and two second rounders. So I think that's great. Rather than them saying, hey, Zion, 
yeah, we want to we want to compete now, and I think the West is strong. Oh, what are mm. your thoughts? Uh, the Pelicans are making the finals with that squad. If Zion can stay healthy, um, Lonzo goes to another level. Brandon Ingram goes to another level. They they're going to the 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 playoffs, and they'll have sure. to sign. They'll re-sign Brandon Ingram, no doubt. I think yep. they'll yep. even if they have to pay a fair bit. I think it's worth it. He's new he's coach as well, so Stan Van Gundy has gone down there. So I'm glad mate. he's actually coaching because I can't stand him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so so no, it's good. And look, we haven't even shouted out the young Aussie who got drafted pick 18, Joshy Green. Mm-hmm. Get around him. Go on to the Mavericks. Dallas, Exciting. Yes. Exciting. You know? and who's that guy uh, currently at Dallas, Friendy, that you love saying his name? Uh, another Aussie. Oh, he's at the Phil- well, isn't he yeah. at Philadelphia at the moment? Oh, Ryan Brockoff. Ryan Brockoff. Brockoff, whatever his name is. Ryan Brockoff. Broken did. name, that's what it is. Good to see um, another Aussie fronting up for the Mavericks, of course, with Chris Anstey back in the day leading the way. Chris Anstey. Shout out to the big fella. Now, there's there's a lot of free agent signings, so we're not going to... We're not going to be able to encapsulate everything, but there's certainly a few uh, others that we quickly mention and, and maybe spend a little time on others. But um, Atlanta has certainly been very active. Uh, Detroit's been very active. Uh, Atlanta has signed uh, Rondo to a two-year, $15 million deal. Uh, Gallinari, they've been able to get hold of him. Three-year, $61.5 million deal. Uh, is he saying goodbye to John Collins with Clint Compeller in the mix too? Um, what do you boys think? Uh, well, Gallinari got paid, didn't he? For someone that's never he, made an all-star appearance, he got paid. He's um, done well. So good on him. Good on Rondo. He probably de- he probably deserves the deal he got. I think mm. he'll be a great mentor for Trey Young. Um, yes. I think Atlanta could be a nice little squad next year. Um, so I don't know how they fit them all in, but good on them. I think it's good to see some of these East conferences, even Charlotte, some of these guys building up because there's such a big gap in the East, isn't there? The top six teams compared to the rest of uh, the East teams, is just, it's just the gap is widening more and more. And so yep. I think it's really good to see some of the, even Detroit uh, signing. Again, I, I don't know what's going on with them. Uh, they've let Christian Wood go, signing to Houston Rockets for three years, 41 million. They signed Jeremy Grant, three years, 60 million. Mason Plumley, three years, 25. Trevor Reza has been traded three times in six days. And we're not sure where he's going to land up, but currently he's at Detroit. I don't know what's going down. I think I think it's a mess. Well, Detroit are a mess. They're, they're actually currently working on a sign and trade with Denver, I believe, with um, Blake Griffin. So watch the space on where Blake Griffin ends up and what Detroit do. They're trying to do this money ball thing too, but I actually, I don't know. It just looks chaos at the yeah. moment. Can I Hopefully just, Derek Rose can get out of there. Can I just chime in for a second? Um, now, Forty, I've heard you pronounce it a certain way a few times now. Friendy, I've heard you mix it up and go between the two. <laughs> where, what do you guys say? Because I would normally say Detroit. What, what, what am I oh. saying? Detroit? I mean, Detroit. Detroit. Whatever, Detroit. Right? Detroit? Yeah. yeah. Put Detroit. your hands up for Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always called them the Detroit Pistons. Um, so maybe I'm mispronouncing it. Oh, oh Motor City, maybe? Motor, Motor City Madness. Anyway, 
Just something that I was picking up. That's a, we were talking. That's a great point. That's a good point. Sometimes we, uh, I was having this conversation about Adidas and Adidas. Now, uh, fellas, we've already spoken far too much about Detroit Pistons. That's that's enough airway for them. What's, what, what do you got next for us, Ford? So a couple of other signings, uh, Sacramento. big. Probably this is the biggest free agent signing, to be honest, I think. Uh, De'Aaron Fox gets yes. his max. Five-year, $163 million deal. I think fantastic signing, yep. re-signing. Uh, Sacramento you know, needed to do that, didn't they? Yep. And it's, I agree. It's they, they struggle to stay relevant at the best of times. So I think that was a good signing. Yeah, I was just going to say something similar, but more, more the fact that you don't, uh, you don't regularly hear the terms the most exciting signing in Sacramento uh, in the yes. one sentence. So totally good on them for keeping Absolutely. the box. Do you know what's their first ever max signing? They've never um, had a max signing at that club ever. That's incorrect. Uh, I believe the uh, Pepsi Max was a sponsor <laughs> for for Sacramento in the early 2000s. So they did have Bloody a max signing back then. Oh, bloody d back. Oh, what a legend. A uh, few other um, big signings too. Uh, some of the wings, I thought we'd mention these. Joe Harris, Brooklyn Nets. He mm. got paid, didn't he? Got he got paid Four indeed. years, $75 million. Uh, Bertans at Washington Wizards. Five-year, $80 million deal. Now, who would you rather take? Would you rather Joe or Bert- Bertans? Or can I, I, can I, I say something say about Bertans? Right. Up until today... Never have I ever heard of him in my life. Oh, wow. really? No, he's I pay no attention to him. He's the Had man an incredible who year. Up. Yeah, yep. He's been Bill's right hand man. But that said, he only he's only had one good year. And so, so you wouldn't know. You probably would be a Joe Harris then for any of you haven't heard of uh, uh, Bertans. But it's uh, it's an interesting one. Horse, who would you prefer? Oh, give me Joe Harris any day of the week. Ah. He looks You'd like rather the, go with a known known quantity. Well, the guy who's put it up there for a number of years, he's won a three-point competition. We've seen him at the All-Star Weekend. He's played for the Dream Team. I've seen him play for the Dream Team. True story. Yes. Never trust a man with two first names, horse. Harris is predominantly <laughs> a surname that would, people started thinking was a first name. Yeah, I would suggest it's a second name. <laughs> yeah. I'm backing you in, Oils. Thank you. But, I'm like, I'm more like Harris Andrews is someone with two last names. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the other? What are the other Harrises that you know? How many Harrises do you know, Friendy? Oh, I'll throw it out there and say three. This would later be proved to be a complete lie. He doesn't know any Harrises. Hey, if you're a Harris, add Friendy on Facebook. There's a lot more uh, free agent signings that we're just going to rip through here. Van Vliet got his money re-signing to a four-year, eighty-five million deal in Toronto. Marcus Morris re-signing four-year, sixty-four million Clippers. Um, we've also uh, seen a little bit of action in LA, so it'd be good just to uh, briefly talk a little bit about this. Uh, your team, friendy, or your my LeBron. team, my team, Lakers, baby, all the way, seventeen championships, <laughs> raise the banners. <laughs> <laughs> equaling with uh, Boston Celtics, but re-signing KCP, he's done Big. well. He deserves his money. Three years, forty million. Yep. Uh, but, but there's been a couple of other signings. Montrez Harrell, huge cross town rival, signs two year, ninety million. And Wes Matthews, uh, you got your one year, three point six mil. But you obviously also received Dennis Schroeder in a return. 
for sending Danny Green and a draft pick to OKC. With these changes, obviously Rondo has left. Uh, Dwight Howard, uh, we'll talk about that briefly as well, has left. Is this uh, now strengthening LA even better than the team that they had last season? Uh, or are they now lacking in areas? I um, confidently would like to think that by the end of next year, there's an 18th banner being raised in Lakers. I think they are making their team a little bit different to last year. I still think there's some more moves to, to, to be had to make. Watch this space on Boogie Cousins and Marcus Soule coming to the Lakers. Dwight Howard, what a, what a, what an idiot saying that you're staying at the purple and gold and then next minute you just delete the tweet. You know what? Off you go, mate. Off purple you go. and gold never gets old. But <laughs> in, in Dwight's fairness, uh, he was under the assumption that there had been agreement made with LA, um, but it wasn't finalised. And uh, classic Dwight fashion has jumped the gun and with his agent telling him, quick, get that, um, get that tweet down. But... I don't think it was up for long, but people were still able to screenshot that and uh, get that out and about. So Dwight Howard, horse, uh, your mate. Yeah, my mate. I do have a <laughs> Dwight ha- Howard mini jersey, um, upper deck mini jersey from uh, the Orlando Magic back in the day. Look, he is going to be a lot of fun at Philadelphia, at least. Yeah. I agree. Uh, a few personalities there. I'm sure there's <laughs> going to be some fun tweets going out. In the locker room between him and Joel, yeah, Joel. Sorry, yes, there's <laughs> going to be a lot of uh, social media action. Um, I think I think that's a really good get for Philly, uh, even though it's one year. But um, I think often when uh, MB was off uh, the court, having someone like now Dwight who can come on and and give the same impact that he did at LA, I think is going to be a huge yep. gain. Is it probably a better and- fit than Al Horford? Yes, I was going to say they got Horford off the books, which is. The most yes. important move that Huge. they've done. With Philly, I was just going to say, they're potentially going to have a five at one point of the time of the game where you've got Dwight Howard, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Tobias Harris. That's an, that's an exciting five that could mess up and dominate many teams in the league. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing the 76ers run out next season. Yeah, Daryl Morey is uh, certainly... Making putting his stamp on the team. Seth Curry, obviously, is another get from 76ers. Uh, playing for his father-in-law. That's an interesting, uh, with uh, Doc Rivers, that's going to be an interesting, mm-hmm. but obviously they have a good relationship. Otherwise, that wouldn't uh, be something. But I don't know. How do you feel about playing for your father-in-law in a basketball team, horse? Um, to be honest, I don't think my father-in-law would know anything about basketball to be coaching me <laughs> so i'd be a little confused it was this hidden skill i didn't know that this was a thing and also you'd have the green light though horse you'd have the green light what are you doing at uh down at life being at division three <laughs> you know like surely you can spend your retirement better than this anyway a uh, bit of a shout out to rowan indeed a uh, shout out to rowan <laughs> <laughs> I, I just getting back to the LA. I think uh, they've also lost, obviously, Danny Green and Avery Bradley. So they have lost a lot of mm. uh, good defenders. So um, it will be interesting to see how that. And AD is still yet to re-sign, but obviously that's going to be just a formality, you would think. 
But an interesting point I'd like to make, Wes Matthews, um, I pretty much had identical numbers to Danny Green last season and has re-signed for 12 million less. So I think that's a fantastic win for LA and gives them some flexibility. Obviously now re-signing KCP and and some other movements as you suggested, Friendy, that are still to come. But well, they know, are still looking very good. Well, you know, he actually also had the same statistics as Ben Brown as well. So... Slideshow, <laughs> Bob. Yep, they put that up on Fox Sports, put that up. So... <laughs> It can be misinterpreted. All right, I've so. learnt my lesson, horse. All right, I won't do it again, okay? Now, what about um, DeRozan? DeRozan to LA, is this going to happen? Coos and what do we need to give up? Well, DeRozan's re-signed, so that's definitely... No, not. he opted in. He opted into his $27 million, which is a good start for him. That's a guaranteed $27 million. But I, I just think there's something brewing. DeRozan doesn't want to be at the Spurs. If it's not LA, I think he's going to be at a different team before the start of the season. Interesting. Big call from you, Friendy. Yeah, it's a woge call, though. It's a woge call. It's a Friendy bombshell. I think we'll, uh, I think it's, uh, we're probably uh, getting to a point where we'll round this up now, but I thought we would love to, we all love to see this re signing, and it's not quite finalized yet, but Mallow hopefully will be returning to Portland Trailblazers. I'm currently working on a finalizing a one year deal, but, uh, I think that's fantastic. Mallow saying he wants confirmed to forward. Vet minimum has, has been confirmed. Has been confirmed. As and he we speak, tweeted as it we as well. Coming in hot. Uh, it's still being finalized. Wanting to repay Portland for their loyalty and in giving him a second chance. I think uh, that's going to be great. Cantar got traded there back to Portland as well. He's returning back home uh, back that he Turkey. tweeted as well. So, But I, can I just leave with this fact? Uh, 2018 Boston Celtics roster. Now, we haven't really mentioned them too much. I've stayed away from them because I'm not not too happy at the moment. Brad Wanamaker, Golden State Warriors, just throwing that getting, in. Getting nothing for Gordon. Uh, I was really hoping with a sign and trade with Indiana to get Miles and someone else, but that didn't happen. And instead, we've got Tristan Thompson on the mid-level ex- uh, exception and Jeff Teague on a vet minimum, which is good. I like Jeff Teague. I think that'll be good. But the 2018 roster... Mm. Uh, currently, all those players that are currently about to be under contract are almost $1 billion they are under contract for. 850, you got Jason Tatum, who will be signing a max. That's going to be a foregone inclusion. But Kyrie Irving getting lots. Gordon Hayward getting lots. Al Horford did well at Philly. And now he's obviously at OKC. Jalen Brown has done well. Marcus Morris now. Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart. Uh, Aaron Baines and Daniel Tice uh, a little bit lower, but that is totaling $830 million. Imagine if they could have got that team working two years ago, but now it's all broken up and they're all at different teams. So just thought I'd throw a fun fact in there for your horse, because I know you love your fun facts. What is this? What is the salary cap? Well, it's not a $1 billion. Let's just no, say that. No, that, but is it, what <laughs> no, is but it that's under contract for over, you know. So I think it's around 130, something around like that. I, I'll, uh, I'll check that out. a fun fact. I'll throw that one <laughs> Thanks, horse. No worries. For the nineteen twenty season, it was $109 million. But that's all for me, NBA. Um, lot to talk about, and we certainly couldn't get through it all, but we did our best. 
And we've got a few other things, I think. Course. Mm. Serge Ibaka to the Clippers. I was hoping he would come to Boston. I think that's a great get for Clippers. Indeed. Harold gone, Ibaka in. But anyway, yep. let's let's digress. Let's keep moving because you are right. We have uh, There's so much we could keep talking about. We've got to just call it at some point in time. Thanks for that, 40. And Friendy, I'm going to throw to you for a few things. Um, first of all, I just want to start with cricket. Now, I know that the tests are still a while off, but the one day is starting this week and India are here. Coley's only going to be playing one test. So seeing him in the one day is and the 2020 is really going to be our Coley fix for the summer. But, but you know, he is, he is incredible. We know that he's going to be India's mm. best player. My question to you is on the flip side, which Aussie are we going to see make this summer their own? Yeah, and I love it because every summer I feel like someone steps up and, and takes it. Manish Labashane had it, or Labashnaki. He was the one that really uh, took the summer by by the scruff of the neck last year, and and he's showing signs that he could do that again. Are you going to say something else there, Freddy? <laughs> I think that uh, Steve Smith is due for a big summer. I actually think, I know it's a bit of a boring one, but I actually think Steve Smith's going to own this summer. Um, he, he's, he's a different sort, um, but he's ready to, to take over again. Now that he's been back in the system for over 12 months, he's the boring pick that I've got, but I would love to see young, I'm going to get his name wrong too, but the Victorian Bush Ranger, Pupovac or Pupovic. Will Pukowski. I've got that wrong, haven't I? Pupovsky. Will Pukowski. That's the one. That's the one. I knew it was something close. Um, Popovich. I, I would love to see him get a crack and show <laughs> Australia what everyone has been saying he is he is capable of. I'll never be able to pronounce the name right, but old Willie, get him in. Uh, Young Willie. I'm looking forward actually... to seeing uh, Popovich pull out the, the whites on and go yes. for a bit yep. of a bat. Well, you know, you can play well into your 80s in cricket, so... <laughs> He's a young buck, really, isn't he? Uh, hey, and good on you, Friendy. Going out on a limb, picking the number one rated test player in the world. <laughs> the guy hey, he didn't, have a, guess he what, didn't guys? have a great summer last year. That's why I'm saying he's due. I, would, I wouldn't agree with that. He had an incredible season in, in England. Like, they couldn't no, no, get I'm him talking out. about Australian summer. Australian summer, Ford. Yeah, it kind of all blended into one, though, didn't it? You're talking Australian series. Oh, well, that's what we're, that's the question that was thrown to me. So Australian yeah, that, that summer. That is true. So. That is true. It okay, was, fair it call. It was probably Manus Labashnakni. 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 That's how they I love that man. man. He's, he's my new favourite, Manus. I love him. Yeah. He's so he good. great. 40, have you, have you got any other names to throw out there at this point in time? For cricket? Yeah. <laughs> What, some other Popovich names? <laughs> oh, which Melbourne stars play? Can you mispronounce about some names? Uh, look, Friendy wants to... Do you know what? I actually don't talk about the Melbourne stars. I actually leave that up to Friendy because he's the one that keeps bringing it up every time. Actually, uh, no. 10 minutes of Melbourne stars banter just removed. Now, Friendy, you are also very excited to talk about the Masters. What can you tell us about the Masters that happened last oh. week? It's this a good, be good. Well, this is going to be my favorite flavor is chocolate. I, I, it's been a while since I've had the spearmint flavor, but I don't mind spearmint. Um, 
Not sure what that's what? got to do with Masters. Western so Masters, joke? Masters in Western Australia is oh. the, the the brand of 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 milk. It's it's your flavoured milk. It's it's fantastic. Mm. Crickets. <laughs> no, nah, so 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 there's this game with a stick and you whack a ball. Is this what we're talking about? Oh come on, friendy! You're out hitting some balls at the driving range. Don't don't make yeah, it out Ford, like you don't know what Ford, this game is. I think I pulled me back when I did it too. I was so sore the next day after that. Yeah, I sent I sent you a video for some uh, <laughs> homework to do. No, the Masters Augusta. It's it's the arguably the biggest sporting event in the world. Ford, would you would you agree with that? Yeah, maybe Super Bowl probably is thereabouts, but. Olympics. Um, World Cup, Olympics, probably biggest <laughs> well, soccer in the world. world Cup, yeah, soccer World Cup would be but up there as well. Masters certainly up there, definitely. For those it's who the like the most golf. prestigious golf event, uh, absolutely of the calendar. Imagine year, receiving so. a green jacket from Tiger Woods. Imagine <laughs> receiving anything from Tiger Woods. <laughs> well, his ex-wife received five hundred million. Okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> Just leave that one there. And yeah, we won't talk about the, what the other women received. <laughs> Oh, 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 let's just let's just let it all out. Eh? <laughs> Why not? Let's just go it, oh, there. The yeah. nine iron, I heard. <laughs> Whooshka! I heard it was more of a pitching wedge. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, it's not the. Is that enough about the masses? <laughs> the only thing I will say is the last two episodes of SAS are coming up Monday night, Tuesday night. Get on it. Let's see if the honey badger you can get bring it home. Well, we know well, how we're this not, is going to We're not doing an outro <laughs> here, friendy. <laughs> the honey badger's just going to say he couldn't. At the end of the day, he couldn't decide, so he just quit. No, he just got to oh, hit, it, hit it with pace. That's a bit harsh. We love the honey badger. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. <laughs> And what a month it has been as we, as we end talking about the honey badger. It's been an incredible <laughs> month in sport. And next time we chat with you guys, cricket will have started. There'll have been another multitude of NBA trades and movement happening there as well. So no doubt this will be happening soon with a lot more for us to talk about. Coming this summer, a reality TV show so contrived and convoluted you won't believe your eyes we take 20 of australia's biggest d-grade celebrities and drop them on a remote island off the east coast of australia number eight what brings you here well i guess i i want to prove to the public that i'm better than that generic twitter feud slash career crisis slash public blow up whilst performing my chosen sport slash very public Instagram meltdown that's been portrayed in the media. Well, you might have come to the right place for this. Over a gruelling 72 days, we place the celebrities through a series of tests and trials where survival of the fittest reigns supreme. But before they're crowned the last pleb standing, They'll also be coached by the best available Australian musicians willing to put their industry credibility on the line for the sake of a handsome payday. 
as our celebs will be pitted in singing battles to see which coach will turn their chair before making the other losing celebrities walk the plank back to mediocrity as fast as they left it for the space of this series. From the mind of Nicholas Ford. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. Just sing, damn it, sing. But I don't know what song to choose. I just want him to turn the chair. I shot a man, okay? I admit it, I shot a man. You know, before this whole thing started, I never thought I'd have the guts to defecate myself in public. This is Survival of the Special Armed Voices, Australia. Well, you would not believe it. We have already hit that time of the episode where we start to wrap this baby up and say our goodbyes. I'm going to throw to you, Friendy, first. Have we got a cap update? Yes, we do, Horse. I'm very excited to announce that we are, we have hats on the way. Now, we want to know uh, from our valid listeners, our listeners valid. out there. Our valid, our our valid, valid listeners. The Great. validity of our listeners is real. Question. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know from our listeners out there, who wants one? Who is willing to purchase one? Now, at the moment, because we're not getting them in bulk, you're probably looking at 25 to 30 bucks for a hat. That's a bargain, I would have thought, for, for the Common Man podcast cap. If that's you, let us know ASAP, and we will have one in the mail sending out to you. But they'll have to the pay. They'll have to by pay. By the end of the week. Well. Pay up front? You've heard it here first. Up front. It's such a reputable brand. It's uh, an absolute bargain. What is the brand? Purple and gold. Never gets old. <laughs> I'm just so you really have progressed here, friendy, or yeah, we got the, we got the hats. Um, really on their way. Oh, it's just nice to see that we've actually had some progress because every pod we hear, where's the update of the caps, and there is no update. So I don't know why we keep. No, nah, they're on they're on their way, and and I'm telling you, for those that are listening, you got to let us know by this week um, that that you're interested, that you want one, and there will be one sent out to you. And you're going to be repping the purple. Bring Maybe they on. could send us an email, horse, or or a DM. A DM on the old Instagram. Hey, forty. What is our Instagram? Instagram? At the uh, at the common man dot podcast. Old Dotty, beautiful. Don't thing. forget the Dotty. Excellent. Well, that that would be good. Feel free to send us an email, a DM. Engage with some random post that we'll put up very soon, no doubt. And. Do we have any final thoughts from you guys before we say sayonara? James Harden to the Brooklyn Nets is a done deal. Watch this space. Thanks for listening. That would be the worst thing that could ever happen to Brooklyn. As a side note, Honey Badger takes out SAS, goes all the way, goes faster than a rat up a drain pipe, takes out Ant Middleton, and uh, that's the biggest news of 2020. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. Two big chunks of news to finish with. We'll catch you next time.
Oh, did you hear how the Americans pronounce it? Like, Ilawara Hawks, when they was talking about RJ. Was it RJ? Oh, no, that was no, Lamelo Ball. Yeah, RJ. Ball. Anyway, let's uh, wrap this up. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>